0: Hey there, my name is Ricky Smith, and I'm the founder of Random Acts of Kindness Everywhere, a nonprofit that simply does exactly what it says, promote kindness everywhere. We know the world is crazy right now. If you are searching for a podcast that has a deeper conversation about race, my co-host Angel Gray and I will be discussing everything going on right now on our podcast, Random Acts of Podcast on Blue Wire Podcast Network. To find out more, go to rakenow.org. Enjoy the show.
1: Yeah, high,
2: it, back, back. She is gone. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. Another roll call episode coming to you live. From Manhattan where me and Damon are. Pandemic almost over. Glens Falls,
1: New York. Feeling
2: good. No need to listen to Murphy over here. Glens Falls.
1: Just wanted to be included.
2: (laughs) First, first, uh... Indifferent feelings about Mm. the way the season's progressing, or lack thereof. The proposal, just to catch up to speed, obviously you guys have seen this, but the proposal... Was proposed by the MLB to the MLPPA today. The seventy-something game season—it all just seems like bullshit to, to me, honestly. Like nothing seems like they're uh, honestly. Before we get into Judge, this is an episode about Judge, by the way. <laughs> I haven't said that yet. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get into that, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like every deal that each side is offering is just to save face. It's not—it's not trying to make a deal either side. It's literally them trying to not look bad.
1: It's not about COVID. It's it's all they're basically just spilling the CBA over into this season. Yeah, but COVID's. behind We can behind talk us. about it all day. Yeah, know.
2: COVID's behind us for the most part. Now it's not, it's not really a, a health threat at this point. I mean, New York City just opened up where you hit Phase One today. Like, I mean, I, I well, like
1: yeah, the safety is important for it for sure. But if the yeah. NBA can figure out a way to play, then so can the MLB.
2: Yeah, you did bring up a good point though.
1: Strictly the sport.
2: You did bring up a good point about that in terms of why the NBA and NHL are different from the MLB?
1: Well, yeah. So the, I don't know. The difficult thing is that I think in my own very unprofessional opinion, (laughs) the most, um, I agree, I guess, risky sport, I think is basketball because you're a touching the same ball, very close to each other, blah, blah, blah for that. Just the sport. And, um, whereas baseball, yeah, you're both touching the ball, but everybody is at least six feet apart except for the, better well no i was less
2: talking about that opinion i was more talking about the fact that you said with the the seasons had already been finished that's why they're they're so uh, easy to that's what you said you said that's one thing so
1: basically i I had one point where if basket if you can play basketball you can play baseball so now it's not so much about the safety it's more about the money that's one thing but also the mlb hadn't started their season yet and the end the uh NHL and the NBA both had so I'm curious if the MLB was midseason whether they'd be able to keep going and I'm also curious as to if the NHL and the NBA hadn't started their season yet would they have actually come to the deal sooner than the MLB yeah and the NHL historically is way worse at coming to deals than the MLB is
2: which I didn't realize I didn't realize that they had been dealing with the the strikes and the CBAs and all that stuff but yeah I thought it was just us I thought it was the, the baseball just always being the worst at it but Anyway, I, that's just. I thought we should open this up with something to do with that because we're just sitting here waiting for baseball to happen. Clearly, we're doing nothing but I, talking. It, about if players. it doesn't get
0: done, if nothing gets decided this week, I'm gonna really think nothing's gonna happen. Like we're running out of time. They still want to do a two week spring training, and they also want to end, this, this it, end the season by October. Training. Like the math and the days just don't make sense. So they need to make a decision right away. And you got to consider traveling time, getting set up. Like there's really not a lot of time on their side to make a decision. So they need yeah. like the owners need to like if and they want to do something, they do They need to make it once. Happen
2: they, fast. And let's say they do end up just doing a 50 game or anything less like round Robin, so to speak. It's just like I don't think they're going to at though. that point. If you do that. What's stopping a Mike Trout and a Garrett Cole from being like, "Fuck it, I don't want to." What do I need to play in that for? Because everybody will play. The one reason why you would play is for service time to get money. They have money. Like, what's the point? Like, what's stopping anybody from just being like, "Nah, I'm good this year. I'll wait till next year." Yeah. It's got to be at least worth your while in terms of games played. That's why they off they, the players' union won 4- 114. That's worth worth your while. They're, they want more games, but
0: yeah, I don't know. And they dec- they declined the 76 game or whatever already. So if there's no going back. It's either 100 games, I think, or nothing, really.
1: I think 76 is the least amount of games you can play to make it somewhat resemble baseball. There was talk about 48 at one point. I think that got no. lost after yes. a decline. Like, That's 48 bullshit, for too. me is even too little. like The Nationals, I'm pretty sure, were under 500 through 48 games last year.
2: Well, they would they they would expand the playoffs to sixteen, I think it was.
1: regardless, like you just don't get a good feel. I I don't know. I I'd like to see more than seventy eight games, but will we? Probably not.
2: Yeah, the people making the argument of like, oh, is it a real world World Series? Like, clearly, it's not going to be if it's anything less than a hundred. I think or eight. Like no. Yeah, no. That we'll end it there. I, I'm just thinking. My hopes aren't high for this season. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they figure something out, but it doesn't seem, it literally seems like, like I said, it seems like somebody, they're all trying to save face and they don't want to be the one that ruined it for everybody. So they're making the deals kind of look like they're kind of disguising the deals. And I saw another uh, verified account, I don't know what baseball media person this was, but another person replied to the deal that was posted today and it was like, Nobody realizes this but this is literally the same deal mathematically in terms of the money that the players are getting. It's just worded differently. So it's like I think the tweet literally said, I forget who it was. It was like, "Hey, so we're going to offer you 75 cents on the dollar." And then the players are like, "Nah, we're good." And then the other one the the follow-up offer was like, "Hey, we're going to offer you uh Two quarters, three nickels, and and like three di- whatever dimes that adds up to seventy five. It's just worded differently, and they're like, hmm, this might work. And it's just like <laughs> that's that's the way the MLB is trying to like to to act. Like they're trying to pull fast one on people, but they're rewording the same rules. Like they're not giving any. It still works out to be like thirty three percent of the prorata amount they were supposed to get. I don't know.
1: I feel like everybody in our situation the avid fan has been again just up and down and we're like all very pessimistic about the season. But when Jeff Passing comes out and tweets tomorrow that there's another deal that might go through this time, we're all gonna be as gleeful as we were two weeks ago. Yeah, my hopes first. will be up. Sure. No, but they'll be ripped the down like, right after that. at this point. Like they're doing their job, like putting out that there's a deal on the table, but all of us are like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I just want. I'm done with the negotiations. (gasps) I I just want baseball. Anywho, let's get to the main topic of this episode. This episode is another continuation of our roll call series that we've been doing every individual player on the Yankees since we got no baseball to talk about. We've been pushing this one off to save it for a rainy day. Save it for now, a good time. We didn't want to come out too hot. This one's all about Aaron Judge.
1: It's a, big this a, it's a big name. It is a metaphorical
2: rainy day, by the way. It is a metaphorical rainy day. There's a dark cloud over everybody right now. Yeah.
0: So Judge is a big name. It's a uh, it's a hot topic. How
2: many tools does Judge have? We we always start the episodes out with how many tools.
0: Let's talk about it. You know, I he, he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys I where I think everyone's gonna everyone's <laughs> gonna jump to conclusions and just say he's a he's a four he's a four or five tool player. Because I think I'm, I'm not. Again, am I saying that? Don't, don't. You're jumping to conclusions already. I'm not even done talking. Four or five. <laughs> I see you're, it's so you're already saying this. Um, I think there's a lot, a of, lot of debate because obviously he has the power, obviously he has the fielding, and obviously he has the arm. But does he have the contact and the speed? He's
2: quick. I don't know. He's got long legs. No.
0: He's not. I don't think he's quick <laughs> enough. I don't think that's a tool. But
2: Murph's the time will be the show pulled up. He's like, nah, his speed's actually 60. <laughs> actually, I'm <laughs>
1: curious what his speed is. His
2: agility is 62. <laughs> I'm not, you guys I'm should not see sure. him try and jump over a chair. It's not quick enough.
0: But <laughs> the fourth, the tool that I really want to talk about is the contact. Does Aaron Judge hit for contact? Murphy, I feel like he got something to say about this.
1: I could, I could lay out both lines, but I can't make a decision as to whether he can hit for contact because you go through the. The tools. Humor me. Go through like think think about money. I always think when I'm thinking about what the tools are, I think about Moneyball when they're explaining that Billy Bean might be a five tool player and they're like, You need somebody who can run, who can field, who can throw, who can hit, and who can hit for power. So theoretically hitting is hitting for contact, but is it? Is it like more bat speed, that kind of thing? I don't know. But regardless, he hit two eighty four in his best season, twenty seventeen. He's a career two seventy sorry. Got it somewhere. Two seventy four, two seventy three hitter career. I think that's hitting. Is it? Contact? I think that's it's contact. Kind of tool.
2: Maybe is I it a
0: contact enough to be considered a tool, a part of his repertoire?
2: It's definitely not a drawback. You definitely don't. He he definitely doesn't not have the tool. You know, I don't know. He's closer to having it than being like completely not having. You know what I mean? He's not like a Chris Davis who can hit for power and then he bats
0: 247 every single year of his career. Here's also another thing to consider is that he has consistently hit, you know, 284, 278, 272 in his three big seasons. Those, I mean, one that's consistent and two, a 270 plus hitter. That's and nowadays that's a pretty decent average. Yeah. If, if, we're, if we're talking that's very good. current Considering power bats that we yeah. have and everybody's especially trying to. Especially for somebody
1: that hits home runs. Yeah.
0: yeah. Especially for a known power guy. Yeah. I honestly, I'm
2: going to give him the, the contact tool, the hitting tool, so to speak. Mm-hmm. If we're thinking more of hitting, but less of contact. See, that's the thing. That's yeah. what I was kind of getting yeah. at. I
1: guess I didn't drill the point away. I think it's hitting more than it is contact.
2: I do too. So I think. But I am in contact
1: too. If you're betting
2: two eighty, two seventy, that's that's in my book. You got you're not a you're not a liability in that regard. You're definitely above the average. So I'm gonna give him that one. I'm not gonna give him speed, however. He's not slow. But he, if if you compare the two, in terms of like striking distance between like being an above average player in that regard, I think he's way closer to being a better hitter than he is. To be a, like a, a premier speed guy, obviously, yeah, of he's he, he's quick. He's not slow. Don't get me wrong, but he's definitely doesn't have the, the speed tool. Those are like the Malik Smiths of the yeah. world and all that stuff. So, I mean, I, I'd give him four, but if I would uh, if I would uh, give it to a decimal, we're gonna get deep into it. I Give him a three point eight tools, and that because the other tools are completely there. He's got power. He's got feeling. Yeah, I think I'd go on the three. He's got, what's 3. the other one? Throwing Hif, power. Throwing power. Power fielding yeah. an arm. He's got those. Those tools are locked up. Absolute yeah. locked well, up.
1: That's the, that's the thing about he's get, Judge. He
2: gets .8 of the hitting tool in my book if we were going to get deep.
1: That's the thing for me about Judge is it's that, that when score. you look at the three tools that he undisputably has, he is, if not the best in the league at all of those tools, he's up there. He is one of the best power hitters in the league, fact. He has one of the best arms in the league fact if not the best and he is one of the best outfielders in the league if not the best fact
0: right shoulder in top
1: the top 5 yeah
2: true all of the and and i players. think if you got a top 5 th-
1: contact hitter but does that mean it's not yeah. technically
2: no and that brings up an interesting point to talk about him because in terms of tools like, i think that was just an opening uh, opening topic but like in terms of tools i'd rather be like you said top at top at each of those categories and maybe not have or maybe be indecisive about giving him the contact or hitting tool, I'd rather be fucking top tier at hitting, throwing, and fielding. <laughs> no problem. If you're top five, whatever, in those categories in the league, like, that puts you in MVP conversation every single year if you're healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. The health tool, like, we might not give that to him. But when
1: everybody thinks of a five-tool guy, they think of Mike Trout. But Mike Trout's like, he, the guy's not the, the, lo- the rule of the five-tool guy. The, the tools are more of a, like a prospect kind of um yeah it's an outing sort of thing more than it is once you get there and mike trout just happened to develop all five of the tools mike trout's in the same conversation as judge but he's also in there for contact and he's used to be in there for speed he's lost his step but who cares
0: well let's put this in perspective has he
1: no. he used to be like one of the fastest players in the league and it's like two years now he's just not
0: i mean he's yeah he's been around for a while but but people forget that yeah so let's put this into perspective Mike Trout obviously we're always saying he's a five-tool player, he's the ideal five-tool player, right? Right. Last year he hit 291. And I'm not going to I'm not saying that, you know, his one season is compared to Judge's three-season average. But that let's it gives you something to think about, you know, you're saying Judge, I mean, Mike Trout is the ideal five-tool player, he's hitting 291, he always has a hidden for contact attribute. Judge, he hit 282 one season. 278 one season, you know, those numbers are not that far off when you're talking to give someone that kind of tool into their, their whole player profile. So I want think to about. hear
1: an interesting tidbit?
0: Hit me with it, Murph.
1: About Judge. On the active Yankees by career batting average, Judge ranks, let me... Um, double check except for britain who time? apparently is a 625 oh, career hitter britain uh, <laughs> yeah all Brit- of- britain's a 625 career hitter he hit a double in a home run in eight at-bats in 2011 apparently but other than him
2: that's yeah. wild
1: yeah. His, his slugging is OPS is probably <laughs> like, ridiculous. Right, that was just like by accident, straight into that. Yeah, he's slugging 1.125 in his career, but <laughs> That's <whatever. nuts>. are <laughs> people not gonna I talk know.
2: about this? No, we'll talk about that another time. That needs
1: to be but, like posted on its own. Like Yeah, I don't I, I stumbled across that. Like Happy Tuesday. Did you know that Britain's that. a fucking <laughs> beast? Other than that, in terms of career batting average amongst active Yankees, judges. All right, he's fourth, but um, Glaber and Andahar are two of them. So DJ's the only one, and then Glaber's hitting 275, but that's only through two years. And then Andahar's hitting like 280-something, but that's through like one year.
2: Basically one year.
1: It's not bad. Definitely not bad. So like really, in terms of the Yankees, he's high up there in the contact, even though he strikes out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I All right. Well, balls, let's, like, let's let's move on to one of the tools we do know he's fucking fantastic at, and that's defending. Defending, I we people have talked about him being an underrated defender. I feel like he's gotten his due now. I feel like he's appreciated in ter- in that regard. That people, yeah, once they see the defensive run save, defensive run save stat, that's kind of glaring. It's one of the newer age statistics up there with WAR that people are starting to take really seriously. And when you're Leading the league, not leading the league, uh, leading all right fielders, which is a loaded position. It's the most loaded outfield position. Right field is stacked. And don't even give me that grimace of a face, Mervyn. It's no, it's it's right field. It's right field. No, player wise, but together we can go through the list uh, another time. But it's definitely right right fielders. But to lead right fielders in defensive runs saved at 19 defensive runs saved while also missing 60 games in that year. He played 102 games that year. That's ridiculous. He was, and that was another Talkman situation, too, because he played, Talkman played, like, 50 games, and he was, like, a couple behind Judge, so that's a different story. But to lead the league, to lead in in all right fielders, and to not be known as, like, a defense, he's, he's not known as a defensive outfielder because he's just so good at offense, but he's also better than all of the defensive right fielders there are. So it's just yeah. that. And I mean, people always, I've heard this so many times. And if I hear it one more time, I'm going to freak out. If I haven't already, it's like when he robs home runs in right field, cause he has the short porch. It, it, he's just so big. So he robs it. Like it's so easy for him. Like, yeah, God made him that way. It, it's easy for him because he doesn't have to really jump at all. That doesn't make it any less impressive that he jumps out there and, and he, he can rob it because you put him out there, he'll rob it. You put somebody else out there in that exact same situation, yeah, they might have to jump 10 feet to get it, and they probably won't get it, but that's an advantage for Judge. So you can't just knock it because he's tall. Like, <laughs> that just makes yeah. no sense to me.
1: That's part of it's part that's an advantage, but that's not Yeah, his, you can't just
2: cannot, you can't yeah. yell at Yao Ming for blocking so many shots and getting so many <laughs> rebounds because exactly. he's fucking ten feet tall. It's not his fucking it's not the just because he has that ability and he's like God given you can't teach height and he's got it. chamberlain
1: and only he uses it and like, he's athletic. You know, eighteen rebounds a game because he was four hundred yeah, and Yeah, no like, you can't be like, okay. Oh
2: yeah, if Muggsy Bogues was seven foot ten, he'd be getting so many rebounds too. Like, yeah, maybe, but he's not. So <laughs>
1: I don't know. I, I just. The thing I have about judge is that it's so frustrating. So if we remember 2017, there was conversations because him and Bellinger just both splashed onto the scene. Right. And every, it's like, who's better judge or Bellinger and we're diehard judge way over Bellinger should have won the MVP judge and uh, <laughs> got the home run title. All that.
2: Thanks for clarifying.
1: Yeah. I know. So, whatever. But then it's really been frustrating that Judge has struggled with the nagging injuries. I know he's played like 100 games, but he's been play- he's played hurt. Let's be honest. That's part of the reason his numbers have gone down a little bit in the last two years. Meanwhile, Bellinger's been killing in the last two years, and that's very frustrating to me yeah. because we know that Judge is better than Bellinger, but in the last two years, he's, he just hasn't been because yeah. he hasn't been on the field.
0: I think just that goes into the other topic of is Judge really injury-prone or not. I think that's that's one of those topics that – As Yankee fans, we hear get tossed around a whole lot. We always hear, oh, Judge can't stay in the field. If he could stay in the field, he'd be 10 times better than he actually is. All that kind of stuff. And the reality is, is he has had his injury problems, but he's been on the field a lot more than I think people realize. Obviously, 2017, he had his career year to date, played 155 games. Year after that, 112. The year after that, 102. You know, I think that's when I just I remember that stat for the first time just today looking at it, that's a lot more than I thought he he had. And I'm I watch every game that the Yankees are playing. It's just something that you see in Yankees Yankees media, you see in just MLB in general, their media. You always hear judge is a big name, so he's out and you have this kind of perception in your head that he's not playing on the field, he's injury prone, he's not gonna be able to be this, you know, uh, career player on the Yankees that everyone hoped he'd be and I don't, I don't think he really deserves that kind of backlash from him from just not being able to stay on the field.
2: Yeah, I, a friend of the pod, Dan Rourke, is a big advocate for this. Biggest shout, Aaron shout Judge out. fan I've ever seen shout in my entire life. Yankees Avenue. Go follow him if you haven't already. But Dan is, like I am, a big advocate of Aaron Judge, but he will not have any Aaron Judge slander. He he just won't have it. He's just if he sees it on Twitter, he will respond to you with so, stats too. He's not just saying like, "Hey, this is my opinion." He goes back and he goes, "This is your." He
0: digs it up. Stat right. one, he two, three, four. Guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's
2: he's well versed in all of the new age stats, old age stats, anything you want to do. And if you tweet something bad about Aaron Judge, I guarantee he'll find you like a fucking shark going after blood in the water. And he is right. I mean, people slander Judge for saying he's injury prone. I mean, how can you say the man is injury prone with when almost all of his injuries have been from impact injuries, like j- like jumping and landing on your like going after diving after a ball and people say like oh, he shouldn't have dove after the ball against the Angels in a game that didn't really matter. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Guy's going to d- dive after a ball if he's going to dive after a ball. I'd rather
1: have a guy that did dive after than a yeah. guy that
2: didn't. I mean, how you're not going to play assuming you're going to get hurt. And other injuries he's had when he gets hit in the arm, like how are you going to tell him he's injury prone when he got hit by a baseball on the wrist? You, you get hit by a baseball on the wrist going 100 miles per hour. You tell me you're not going to get hurt, even if you drink as much milk as you think you drink to make your bones nice and strong, like... You're gonna get hurt any way you shake it out, and i don't I can't remember an injury that the oblique the oblique is the only one that you can technically say is injury prone but if it's one injury that is muscle related are you injury prone or did you, did you get an injury <laughs> like,
1: well, no you got one so injury that's the thing like people who are injury prone generally it's a muscular injury like the oblique, but that was a one time thing but that one was yeah. the only one that yeah, yeah. The, other the other one he dove, on the wrist, he
0: dove in the can field come back
1: from a broken yeah wrist.
0: He got hit with the ball. He dove in the field. Those are two things that are going to result yeah. in injury.
1: But the oblique came out of swing, and it, that was like, and you can—he was wincing around yeah. first. You know, we—I think we were all watching that game together, and we were all kind of like, "Yikes!" Not, "Oh, yikes!" He's injury prone. Yeah. But, "Oh, yikes!" And that guess what?
0: He hit a time fucking time. single when he did it. Yeah, I mean, he—the right. no, one he thing, did,
1: yeah. the
2: one thing that does add to the injury prone thing that scares me because the 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 stigma is out there that he's injury prone which bothers me. But when he gets a walk or he gets a hit or a home run or anything, he still grimaces around the bases for whatever reason, even though he's not hurt. But he does that thing where he just like, he holds a side or he's just like, doesn't that that face or is like, and it's like, are you hurt? Are you okay? You've been missing some games here and there. People think you're injury prone. Maybe don't. Look like you're hurt, even when you're perfectly
1: healthy. We like, talk about that. that like thing scares he, me Every so time much. he hits the ball, every time he kind of rounds first, he does that little wince, like you were saying. And I don't know, I, I, Judge, I if you're like listening, please
2: stop doing
1: that. A <laughs> game from a year or two ago. I don't, I don't exactly remember what it was, but it's it like on a walk, it was like really bad, and we all thought he was hurt. We were all watching it together. It's every time. It turns out he was totally fine, like not even a little bit of anything wrong.
2: It's every time. Okay. It's on a walk where he doesn't even move a muscle. Like, no way <laughs> of you getting hurt. Nothing.
1: He gets off the bench, he's like... <sighs> oh, another he one of those like
2: days, and he's just like, oh, come on. Like, figure that out. That's, uh, that's the one qualm I do have with Judge. But...
1: Well, that's just because we're worried about him.
2: I'm so worried about him. I'm, I'm here for you, Judge. Anyway.
1: <laughs> now nah, I really do. I w- I'd like to see him get... Um, just to be able to play 150 games again, I'd love to see.
2: So something you, you asked us before we, we came on air here. Uh, in a 162-game season, let's, uh, we're pro- definitely not going to get 162 this year, obviously. We're probably not going to get anything the way it's shaking out right now. But in a regular 162-game season, what do we think the over-under is in, in his strikeouts? for a little food for thought well, me, here before so, you make your yeah, guesses let me
1: set it let me set the over-under
2: okay so okay. in the past three years if you want you want to read those off <coughs> bless, bless you. you yeah
1: um i'll read them off so i mean the strikeouts like per at bats is different obviously but like his 2017 year big year 155 games he struck out 208 times and i think that's the year he set the record for most uh yeah consecutive games and then um, yeah, 30, 2018, he played, Damon, 112?
0: Uh, Yeah, 112 games the year after that.
1: 152 strikeouts. And then 102, he had 141 strikeouts. 41. It's yeah. a lot. Um. Yeah, and I think that, like,
0: you know, I don't know the exact K per nine stat, but just eyeballing it here based on the number of games played oh, per right. strikeout. It is pretty consistent, so I don't think that he's had any drastic changes that are making his strikeout per nine stack go up or down. I have a um, stat. Yeah, what is it?
1: So it's a K per sound. like K's per at like home runs prep at whatever. So um, 30.7 in 2017, 30.5 in 2018, not a lot of change. And then he actually jumped up in 2019 to 31.6. Hmm. So why don't we set the over under at let's make it a percentage how about that instead Oh sure over <laughs> under 31 flat percent which in a 102 game season or 162 game season would probably be like it'd be more than 208
2: I'm gonna say under. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say under as well. I think I'm gonna firmly give him the tool, <laughs> the, <laughs> the hitting tool. It will circle back completely. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say under.
1: All right. So how about how how do you think strikeouts fit into the hitting tool? I don't. What if he hit 300 with just as many strikeouts? Is he a contact hitter? I think that I think I think it, I think still still it definitely.
2: A good I think it definitely factors into the hitting tool. If you strike out a ton, it definitely takes away from your hitting tool because the hitting tool is contact compared with. Batting average and all these things. So I think it definitely absolutely matters like Tony Gwynn has a hitting tool No we're, shit, we're big, yeah, we're big Tony Gwynn best pod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I don't know um, I just think that that's a That's he's the figurehead for the, the hitting tool
1: Well, no, my, so my thing is like how could you say that a 300? Hitter if say judge hit 300 with the same amount of strikeouts How could you say that a 300 hitter doesn't have the hitting tool?
2: Well, that's also, the case too. I mean strikeouts don't really matter as much as long as you're getting on base at a 300 clip. It doesn't really fucking matter if well, you're if yeah, you're getting so hit at thing. that. Like
1: his his OBP is really high for somebody. Yeah, to, like, out as much as he does. So like that factors ball, into hitting. It's in play, and then he also walks a shit ton. So like he's his career OBP is yeah 394, and his career average is 370.
2: I would say the hitting stat includes walks, because that that's what you do in the box. You're you're yep. able to work work a count, and you're able Are to a
1: productive hitter.
2: Yeah, I, I would I would consider that in the hitting. So I would say those two negate. So the the it's a, the drawback is striking out maybe, but if you're getting on at a whatever clip, then it doesn't really fucking matter. So those two offset each other. So I think the biggest determinant for me is just contact and like. Do you hit the ball well and you like your batting average and all that stuff? That that's stating tool and I'll give that to him. So uh, long story short, I'm gonna say under on the strikeouts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I'd agree. I think I did a pretty bad job setting the over under. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I think
2: whatever you set it at, unless it was ridiculous, I was gonna take under. I mean the yeah. the last couple of years you get one fifty two, two eighty, and one forty one. So if you set the over under at somewhere like one sixty.
1: Well, that's tough because you only played like a, a little over hundred games in those two seasons. Yeah, and he struck but, out at a, a more of a rate in those two seasons. So, like, does the trend go up where he still strikes out at a higher rate, or does he figure it out? I, don't know. I think he that's, figures it out.
2: Anyway, you shake it out. Uh,
1: I'd like to see him go under 30K percentage. Like, if he gets into 28, 29, that'd be great.
2: Yeah, but I don't really care if he's going to get if he's gonna walk. Like, I, It's not something I'm so worried about because he... Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know. The strikeouts don't bother me. I mean, a lot of people strike out. I think it comes with the trade of hitting a the lot more. Strike,
0: the, the strikeouts, would bother me if his OBP was very low, but it's the complete opposite. I mean, he has a yeah. when he's struck out 200 times, his on-base percentage was 422.
1: Yeah. And they also just they know how to use him in the lineup. Like that's why he hits 2 and not 4 because if you're hitting 2, maybe there's a man on first, Yeah. but most most of the time also- it's probably not, at least in the first inning. So you're getting on base the only time that the strikeout really is any worse than a ground out is if it doesn't move somebody over.
0: Yeah, and he also led, led the league in walks the same year he led the league in strikeouts. So it's there there are Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Is so that we, true. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Had 100, a, 127 that walks. That guy David. 127 walks. <laughs> Pulling out the stat nug for that's him. Yeah, oh, that's
2: like are you, that Are you the stat guy now?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't really want to be that guy, but
2: it's like, a lot of pressure. It's, it's lot of pressure. <laughs> you have to be the stat guy. You have to be at least good for one
0: fire stat
2: nugget episode.
0: All right, that'd be my stat nugget. Okay, that, that's pretty. I. Don't, I that guy. I don't know if that's ever possible to have the same being the strikeout leader and the walk leader. So he's doing obviously he's, he's having he really good at bats. He's having great at bats. He's I getting think those hits. two
2: things like he's play, getting home those runs. Those two things play together yeah. though, like being. The strikeout leader and the walk leader, like, you're a strikeout leader because you're swinging your shoes off. You're a scary hitter. So that play, you know, obviously the strikeout leader and walk leader, Barry Bonds is probably pretty up there in strikeouts, no? What do you I'm. I mean, I'm sure. It's like
1: a Joey Gallo type style. Like, I feel like Joey Gallo will get that. Yeah, but um, he the, also my had... favorite
2: Joey Gallo stat is the he had more home runs before. Oh no, he had ten home runs before he had ten singles. 50, yeah, fifty, like 50 that. before more he had 50, before singles. fifty singles. That was wild.
0: But Aaron Judge also in his 2017 season had 154 hits. That's a lot of hits.
2: It's definitely not a not a few hits. Damn. You you see people who are, go crazy about the the 200 hit mark. Yeah, Ichiro did that ten times, twelve times in a row, and everybody was nuts, which like, is that's, which really nuts. But that's yeah. a lot. One hundred fifty so, hits in a season is nothing. To, nothing to sneeze at. If
0: he gets one hundred, if he gets, if he breaks the strikeout record every other year, but has the same stats that he did corresponding with that. I'm cool with it, and I think that he's still a fucking phenomenal player. Is he I a mean, captain? If he, if he gets...
2: Yeah, the, we had a few other topics we wanted to get to, but this episode's well, getting hold. a little long. No, I didn't, no, no. Yeah. I didn't mean
1: to cut off Dan. Sorry, I, th- I thought we had a
2: long... <laughs> no, no my- we're trying to just force that. It was a fire transition yeah. there, Murphy. Yeah, my, my last... <laughs> 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 trying to, like... And by the way, is he a captain? What about, what about his... What about his girlfriend's DUI? <laughs> <laughs> what about his girlfriend's Do you know DUI? Do <laughs> you know who my boyfriend is? You know who my boyfriend is?
0: Anyway, my last... That was nuts. That's all we'll say about that topic, but yeah. My last point about the... The uh, the strikeout thing is, (laughs) I think strikeouts are. Would you resign him, (laughs) Ruth? I think he's really tall. You know the strikeouts, like Big Aaron Judge. I I think that they they get a bad rap a strikeout because it's a swing and miss. It's like a, it's one of those things. But if he has a a slow, weak ground ball to third base and the guy gets it, maybe that's even a worse at bat. Like it's it's yeah, it's it's one it's one of those things that gets that gets. Um, it gets a it, lot of negative attention because it's, it's like a strikeout. It's yeah. like, oh you know? Like, so there here my comment Here's this that. Here's big, this big uh, overwhelming thing that's just like, oh, you struck out, well, you Well, it's suck. almost for
2: him, for Stanton, for Gary, for Gallo, all these big perennial power bats that we see that are the figureheads for this power movement, whatever, they get a bad rap because you almost assume that they're going to strike out. So when they do, it looks like bad. You're like, oh, yeah. he struck out again. But also that's a cause and effect of them hitting for power like that. You can't be like you can't scoff all the time be like, "Oh, he struck out again." And then what are you going to say when he hits a fucking 500-foot home run? Yeah. You're going to you're going to be like, "Oh, well, oh, he hit another Oh, like like he like that's why like you know what? he's do he hits those and that's like, that comes with the trade. Like, it yeah, comes with that, the trade of hitting for power like that. So you can't scoff at him. Like, That's horrible that you're striking out that much. But then just disregard that he hit a 500-foot mammoth home run. Actually, the 496-foot shot that he hit, I was there for. That ball left the park. Yeah. Orioles or not. He, <laughs> like,
1: he, you can't scoff at it if he's doing that. He he strikes out a lot, but when he hits the ball, something special happens every time. And if you want that kind of player in your lineup, which I know a lot of us do, great. If not, yeah, that's you know. And I'd rather people like Mookie over him. That's the difference. I like Judge over Mookie. And if you're if you're, I
0: mean, Judge is a guy who has usually he has very very great at bats, and I'd rather see him have like a seven to nine pitch at bat, fighting balls off. And then swing and miss for strike three, then on two pitches pop up every time. Yeah, he's seeing the ball well. He knows what he's doing. He's fighting. He's getting the at bat. That's why he gets so many walks. I don't know, Judge. To me, like, like that's why the stri- that's just un- why the strikeout number just I guess it gets better. As bad
2: unbiased as possible, because I know that the the short porch posted that thing today about like Mookie and uh, Mookie versus Judge, whatever. Like somebody said that. It- to, uh, they were saying to they trade, were trade Judge, judge to, to clear space for Mookie in Ridiculous. 21. Ridiculous. And then that brings up the conversation like, yeah, Mookie's great and Mookie's so good, but like I would prefer like like you said Murph. Judge to me. Like I'm not going to be ignorant and say that Mookie's not amazing, but I'm going to be honestly like, Judge is a player that I can more get behind. Like if you if you're pitching to Judge or Mookie, as a pitcher, unbiased, like, I'm not even saying as as a Yankee fan, who are you more scared of? I'm more scared of Judge for fucking sure than Mookie. I know Mookie is just as much of a power threat. He's, he's small, but he can hit, yeah. and he can hit for a very good average. Like, I I'm still scared of Judge more, and Judge as a presence. He
1: fits the Lan- Yankees lineup beautifully. He's yeah.
2: perfect, and he, he just... He's the biracial angel again that we needed, and he just...
0: It's a, it's a tough thing to say because I I never watched Judge with a scared mentality. So I can't say yeah. that I'm like – like I always go to the eye test. So like when I watch Mookie Betts, I'm scared because I know he's a great player and he's against me. But, but Judge, I, I never I never find that – I never see that because – or feel that because I'm always watching Judge to root for him. never like, oh, shit, what's Judge going to do? So I'd be scared for the wrong reasons, but I never feel that way. If but. Judge ever
2: doesn't play for the Yankees – I think this is my, my, my closing comment Yeah, it's getting that. a little long when you wrap this up. This is almost a full-length podcast, but <laughs> that's fine. We are talking about this the is, baseball this is in the, the beginning. possible future captain. Who knows how that's going to shake out. That's a conversation we've already had. We're not going to get into that now. Otherwise, we're never going to go to sleep tonight, and this is going to be a two-hour-long podcast. But what was my last thing I was going to say? I don't know. Wrap it up.
1: What was I saying? Something about Judge being a captain. Get to it.
2: No, it wasn't about the captain thing.
1: Don't well, thanks for
0: listening it. everybody. Well, that was <laughs> the end of the episode. It's been a long day, if I remember. Listen to the next episode to figure out what Luke was
2: trying. If to I remember what out. I was going to say, I put <laughs> it on the next story. Time. Anyway, that was Aaron Judge. We got a few more. We got about 10 more of these to go. Hopefully, I mean, it would be awesome if these led up to the season. If we had some baseball to talk about and these just lined up perfectly and we just Had these getting ready, getting your getting everybody juiced up for the season. We had a few more to go through, but these might be the only thing we have to talk about this year of 2020 baseball. But I hope I'm wrong. Anybody else closing comments? I think this
0: cat's dead. No, she's she's alive. (laughs) (laughs) She's just sleeping. Okay. Um, I love Baron Judge, and I hope he stays thinking forever. That's my closing comment. I think that's what it was. I don't want to see him ever not in Pinshirt. That, oh, that's what nice. it was. nice. All <laughs> right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> let's go ahead.
2: <laughs> yeah, let shut the shit down. I'm glad this cat's alive, too. We were so close
1: to something right. But we're stupid, but we're stupid, but we're stupid. We could turn love into a fight. Over oh, nothing, over oh, nothing, over oh, nothing. And the only thing we had in common with each other was destroying everything we ever touched. So cheers to us and what.